At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. Now at Mickey D's, when you buy any crispy chicken sandwich or quarter pounder with cheese, you'll get a free medium fry and free medium drink when you order on the app. So do you have the app? How are you going to get this deal if you don't have the app? I know you have a phone. Anywho, if you have the app, enjoy your free fries and drink. If you don't, you can't see me, but know that I'm shaking my head. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Limited time only. I participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details. Download and registration required. G'day everyone. Lauren Kress, the business scientist here. So today, instead of my Monday motivation episode, I'm going to be sharing an interview that I did with Ronan Walsh, who is the founder of Digital Trawler. And we're talking about something really interesting, as you would have seen from the episode title. We're talking about that thing that we all want. How do we get on the top search result? on Google. How do you get number one? What do we need to do? So that's what we're talking about today. I mean, SEO, super, super important. Whether you're in B2B or B2C, SEO is the most important digital marketing strategy at our disposal. So not the most important marketing strategy, but has been shown time and time again to be the most important online marketing strategy to grow your brand. So Ronan is an awesome guest. He has a lovely Irish accent. He's from Limerick. He's also a lecturer at the Limerick Institute of Technology. And we talk about how SEO has changed over the past decade, the key SEO strategies that are going to work for you in 2020, the difference between white hat SEO, black hat SEO, and gray hat SEO, understanding things like the role of backlinks and how to improve website authority and check your domain ranking and also SEO tools you can use to start improving your website performance. So a lot of fun. Check out the show notes if you want to find out more about Ronan and his company and how you can access Digital Trawler as well. If you'd like to go the extra mile to support the show, uh, please head over to my Ko-fi page. It's ko-fi.com forward slash Lauren Cress, you can buy me a cup of coffee. And also, please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. There's usually some way that you can rate, review, and obviously subscribe and follow the show as well. All right, guys, there might be a little ad break here, and then we'll get on to the main part of the episode. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means six flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit sixflags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 on passes, plus daily tickets starting at $34.99. G'day, everyone. Lauren Kress, the business scientist here, and joining me this afternoon is Ronan Walsh. I should say it's morning for you over there, right, Ronan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is uh, the the first task of my day anyway. <laughs> um, so hi to everybody who, who's finishing their, their Tuesday evening. I'm, I'm very jealous <laughs> that I still have a whole day ahead of me. So today we're going to be talking about search engine optimizations, but specifically like what's changed in the last 10 years and most importantly, like how do you get on that first page? How do you get to the top, rank at the top for Google search results? But to start with Ronan, can you just tell us a little bit about you and and what you do? Yeah, so um, so I, I'm the uh, owner of Digital Trawler. So we are a SaaS marketing agency. So basically we have software as a service um, with, with their marketing tactics and we do SEO, we do paid ads from Google ads to your social media, Reddit. Um, and we, we also look at conversion rate optimization. So we measure how users go through websites and we develop A-B tests to try and improve conversion rates. Um, so we, uh, Digital Trawler is three years old, but I've been um, in digital marketing myself for over 10 years. 
Uh, and I've always been kind of in a freelance capacity where I've been working, had multiple clients. Um, so really, I, I've, I've seen it all over the years. Um, and while it, it varies a little bit between business to business, um, much of it is kind of the same, much like any sort of business problem. Uh, the, the issues companies face on a day-to-day basis are very similar with a slight tweak depending on the industry you're in. So hopefully what I'm able to add today will help a lot of people um, that, that are listening. Yeah, and actually I should say if you're watching this, you can also ask Ronan questions as we kind of go. I have some questions for you in the meantime though. Yeah. <laughs> so can, can we start by talking a little bit about for people who are kind of like pretty – pretty new to the digital marketing world. Can you give us sort of a run through of, you know, cause I think there's a lot of information out there, right? Like there's a lot of information about this is what works for content marketing. This is what works for digital marketing. This is how you rank. This is what you need to do, but it's kind of outdated. So can you give us a little bit of a run through of some of the things that, you know, were previously kind of said and actually what's more up to date for, for right now? Yeah. So I'm, um... The the thing with SEO, and this is what I always tell clients, is, is that there's no um there's no manual, right? With Google Ads or Facebook ads, there's you know go to place that you can go to and you can learn exactly what you're meant to do this month versus last month, or if the the platform updates, there you know you you'll have new images as to how to use it. Um, with SEO, it is completely different. You've got to keep up with the trends. You've got to be doing your your own experiments. Um, and you you have to know what's working. But the thing is, is I suppose what used to work um, was, and this is when I first started off, I remember working for another agency in a freelance capacity and I would have been a link builder um, originally. That's how I would have gotten into SEO. Um, and they would have, we would have sat down, we would have built links um, and it would have been a numbers game. So how many links can I get back to my website? And, and a lot of people find that term a little bit confusing. So just to define what a link is, it's when another website um, links back to yours. So if I have ronan.com um, and your website's lauren.com, well, then if your website's linking back to me, that's giving Google a signal that, you know, you trust my website and there's something of interest on that particular site that Google should be paying attention to as well. And... Um, and then Google <coughs> Google used to count basically how many links were pointing back. So it was a quantity game, whether now it's become much more of a quality game. And that's kind of one of the biggest game changers that has made SEO a lot harder than it was 10 years ago. So like it, it literally was you got up in the morning and you'd find any sort of directory that would help. Or there was loads of content syndication sites that you would uh, you'd push content to. And you you'd get your links, and you'd actually you'd almost see your your site going up in real time. So it might be a, maybe a two or three week delay. Whether nowadays uh, that you know, I suppose the delay is um, you know it could be two to three months or anything up to six months. Um, like there's what uh, there's a site that uh, I'm working on at the minute, and we've been using this tactic um, where we. Uh, we've we've gone out we've gotten old links um and we're trying to update an old site and and you can slowly see it crawling um over the past kind of four months increasing every every kind of two to three weeks you'll go in you'll see that google's picked up another kind of link from it but it's a very slow tactic and but it works in the long run so for instance like like there's pros and cons to have an seo and google ads right so with Google Ads, it works tomorrow morning, but as soon as you stop paying them, it's obviously going to go off. With SEO and link building, once you do the work, you're and if you do it properly, you're going to get two to three, if not even four to five years out of it. Um, and in some cases, it, it might just keep going. You know, there's there's sites there that we've worked on, and we've been working with clients for five or six years, and there's the you know there's a handful of articles on their site. Um, that are just pulling in thousands of people uh, in, a, a week onto their site. Um, and that's really what you want to be kind of looking at. That's where it pays off. But it it takes time and consistency these days to actually get to that position. And it's 
become a lot more frustrating, I suppose, um, to to just sit and wait and maybe make a few mistakes along the way um, and, and get yourself higher on the rankings. It's just, it takes a lot longer than it used to. Um, and that's kind of my, my own experience. And that's like, it's something a lot of CEOs don't really like. I think they, they mightn't fully understand it. Um, they mightn't fully understand it. And then they also look at kind of timescales. So if you have like an SEO person coming in going, yeah, we can do it in a month. And this guy's a third of the price who's, you know, compared to the guy who's saying it's going to take six months plus before you see a result. And he's more than likely going to go with the the cheaper guy. But the thing is, is that there's no set practice. It's very hard to know how long it'll take to deliver a project. Um, So we never really have a comeback to that other than in our experience, that guy's probably not going to be able to do it. Uh, as well as we can and you might be running some risks um, and it's it's very hard to explain to somebody how much effort is actually needed because quite often they'll be like oh yes 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 SEO we want that and <laughs> <laughs> yes yes that that as well thank you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so like trying to explain the the amount of work that has to go in is uh, it is really difficult to try and help people understand and um, whether before it was you know like i was saying you you could write an article you'd do your keyword density check so how many times have i written the keyword into the mm. into the article and then you would start building links and within two to three months you'd start seeing results where you're on the first or second page whether nowadays um and and this is probably the biggest change over the past 10 years is i would think that marketing like your traditional marketing has started to play a huge role in seo where you really have to understand your customer their journey what they're thinking what sort of content they might want you know you you were asking there about how content marketing has changed and like there's different types of of content marketing i think maybe that's where people get confused there so there's like social media there's a content for seo and there's pr content there's sales content um, you know, so you need all those different types of content, depending on what you're doing. From an SEO perspective, it's really about understanding your user and um, working out what their questions actually are, like what's their biggest pain point. Um, that's the that's the biggest thing is, uh, and how we do that is actually through surveys. So we go out and ask our, our customers, customers, you know, what is it that keeps you awake at night? What is it that you know has you worrying in your office um like and that's what those people are going to be googling and you need to be developing content based on that to try and help them overcome this fear and you always have to well in my opinion you you always have to give value away in return for their kind of respect or that they're actually going to open up or sign up to a newsletter or something like that because the goal isn't always a sale with seo it can be you know uh, a social media following it can be um, signing up to a newsletter, um, it could be a download or something like that. And it's just a matter of engaging with those people, um, particularly SEO at scale. So it's uh, if you have like a, a blog, right? So like a, a lot of sites we work with, like a, blogs are fantastic. Um, obviously, you're like you're you're an advocate of them, um, and what it does is it allows you to write about loads of different problems that your customers can have and organize it in such a way that Google can understand how your site is structured. And it, it those people would come to the site, but quite often, and this is another bit of the marketing like strategy that you need to understand, is when somebody comes to a blog, there is a 99.9% .9 chance they won't want to buy from you. You know, like they're they're trying to solve a problem at that stage. So don't hound them with you know, like here's the latest deal or anything like that, get them to buy into your business and, and and understand and trust you. So they're really at the top of the marketing funnel. And as a marketer, your your task is to try and get them down through the funnel from, um, you know, an exposure stage down to discovery where they, they now understand their problems and how you can help them. And then they're going to eventually like go into a consideration stage where they start Googling their their actual the the high value keywords such as you know like buy red shoes online like that is 
like it, that's when somebody's in the mind frame of i want to buy red shoes basically now whether if they were wondering about different shoe sizes or if they were wondering about um do you know like how how let's say high heels affected you or something like that um that's that they're thinking about buying the product but they haven't actually committed yet and if you start selling to them at that stage they'll just get really turned off and they'll leave your site um but that also tells google uh signals now i did and there's there's been a um a huge amount of controversy over whether google tracks you know your google analytics or whether they track um basically something called dwell time which is between when somebody clicks uh, a, a a result on google and goes to your website they will they'll measure the time in between uh the the hit right so google's never come out and really confirmed any, any of this they've always alluded to towards it and um, but during the um the big investigations that are going on at the minute uh, they've had to release some documents that have actually proven that so it is definitely something that they're looking at they are looking at like users kind of dwell time and um I haven't even had time to look into it exactly to to see, but um, I I've been keeping an eye on on Twitter over the weekend, um, and I've seen some people uh, talking about you know like this this new ranking factor that has been suspected for years, but it's only come to light now because Google's been kind of forced to to release some of the information. Mm. Um, so yeah, so it's 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 interesting to see when you hear that, um, but like. Overall, if if I was to summarize how it's changed over the past ten years, it's that you still need content and you still need links, but just the type of content and the type of links that you need are completely different. And if you have those two things, you'll more than likely rank quite well. And um, and then if you aren't ranking well at that point, it's probably more than likely a technical issue where you know you might have to go back, you might be missing and um, the, the structure of your site mightn't be the best that Google is actually struggling to, to find it. And um, it might be that, it, you know, it's quite slow from a speed per, per, <laughs> perspective um, <laughs> or something like that. But uh, yeah, so that's basically like really how, how it's kind of changed and the things that you, you need to be paying attention to in, in order to rank today. Um, so I've probably... I've probably just overloaded everybody's mind. Um, but. Well, but I mean, this is kind of part of the point, isn't it, as well? Because I think like, you know, with things like SEO and with things like content marketing, it can, and even with marketing as a whole, what I see often, have, I, I'm the same, I've been working in the marketing and communication space for about a decade now. Uh, specifically in content marketing, what I've seen is just this big knowledge gap with like what people think it is and what it actually is. And I'm like, like I do my own SEO at the moment, partly because I like, I actually really want to learn like how it works and I love the experimentation of it, but I'm like, it's, there's so much detail involved <laughs> that it can feel very yeah. overwhelming, yeah, yeah. you know, but, but and it can sound simple from the outset. And I think, I mean, I think that's partly an industry problem. I think there's a lot of people who call themselves digital marketers or agencies that are kind of not really doing a great job. I don't know. What, what's your, I mean, your experience of that? Yeah, um, it, it, that, that is it. Um, luckily, we we haven't been on the wrong side. Um, but I, I'll give you an example. The other day, I had somebody ring up um, a, a small local business and they... They'd rang, I think we were maybe the fourth agency they'd rang. And he talked me through through his um through his product, right? And I knew immediately people weren't going to be looking for this online. Um so it was kind of he was a, a sign manufacturer, but he was a very specific type of, of sign that he was designing. And he'd rang like like I said, four other agencies, and they all recommended that he does SEO and Google Ads, and you know, oh, you're going to need the whole menu <laughs> of services we offer. And I turned around to him, I said, it's it's LinkedIn is where you need to be. These people aren't searching for it. You need to go out. You need to you need to connect with your potential customers, and then you need to actually let them know. So like SEO and Google Ads isn't always the answer. Um, and that I and it, like that's the exact sort of confusion that you're 
you're talking about there and there's people in agencies who think that you know it is the answer to everything and and fair enough that guy you know like he should be at the top of google ads he should be at the the top of the organic rankings right but at what cost you know is it going to make financial sense for him like eventually somebody's going to google the type of business that he's looking for but at the end of the day if there's maybe two or three people kicking onto his site a month well then like you know you can't justify a budget more than 10 euros or 10 australian dollars for for that person in order to rank for it so it has to be it has to be weighed up and i think a lot of people maybe miss that because you, you like you and me, we, we run businesses and we understand that, you know, there's there's all those phrases that people have, you know, cash is king and, and all of that. But like when when you're running a business, you like you need to have those things in your mind. And yeah. and like we'll always report on cost per acquisition. It's quite a high um metric that we, we discuss with all of our clients, um, which is basically how much is it gonna cost to get a lead. And that is so hard to measure in SEO because you're investing it in lumps, right? So you might put in X amount of uh, money over six months, but then that content then could get you leads for the next two to three, four to five years. So how do you actually measure the return that that's going to bring? You know, So you have to be, okay, we're going to run an SEO campaign for six months and we're going to measure the the return after it and quite often we'll say look you know you're you'll have this for the next year and a half two years and here's roughly the amount of leads you're going to get back from it so you have to be thinking in advance as well so it is very much an investment in your business rather than a marketing cost yeah it's it's such a good point like i mean i want to ask you the question about for for people who are listening to this or watching this what sort of businesses do you think suit seo and what sort of businesses like how do you make that decision like so if people are going oh is it is it the right thing for my business what sort of uh think questions do they need to be asking themselves um so i'll try i'll try and keep this simple so that you can maybe go out and and try it yourself right but there is um it, like you need to be asking yourself are people searching for my my product are they going onto google typing in you know buy online whatever it is you sell are they actually doing that that's the first thing because they're going to be low picking they might be maybe highly competitive um, and i'll get into that in a minute but um yeah that's the first thing you need to make sure that people are actually searching for your product online if they aren't searching for your product online start looking at other mediums to to try and reach them um it might be social it might be display or something like that um but then there's the competition space right so quite often we'll have like startups ring us up and they'll say we want to do seo and we'll say we're not we're not doing that for you <laughs> um, and <laughs> it it's on board because like a lot of people think that you know you can just turn on a website and it'll work but there's definitely a trust issue at the start so like um you know if you have a brand new website it's it's going to be very hard to rank it you're going to have to put in a lot of work um, for instance, you're going to have to be getting on like podcasts like this. You're going to have to be getting featured in magazines. You're going to have to have industry experts talking about you. And you're going to have to have that happening at a phenomenal rate in order for Google to go, okay, this website hasn't been around prior to six months, but they've actually gotten a lot of traction at the start. Um, so like that all comes down to your authority, right? Um, and your authority is based, as I was saying, on content and links coming back to you. Now, there are a load of other, um, I suppose, tactics and different points, just in case anybody calls me up, that that's not the only two things. Um, I, they're, they're the main two things, um, but there, there, are, there are hundreds of other, other factors that come into it. Um, but if, if you're concentrating on really good content and you're getting um, a placed on really good authority websites then that will um that will help you rank but it also brings up your um domain authority is what what it's kind of referred to um over the past few years there's been a number of tools that have come out and they've all developed their own kind of 
different name. Um, so like it's basically the SEO. Uh, it's like how. So websites are ranked from one to a hundred on this domain authority, and you you can get it from like Maz.com would be um, a website that you can go in. I think you can you can check ten websites uh, a month for free, and um, and you can see what score you have versus your competitors. And if your competitors have a really high domain score, then it's on. And you you've got a low domain score, then it's unlikely you're going to be able to outrank them. So that's something else you have to take into consideration. Um, but what it really does is highlight to us how much work has to go into it. And we've taken on people in the past. And, and the, the reason we like for startups that we kind of edge on the side of, of caution is, is that startups are, are strapped for, for cash and, and they expect results fast. And SEO isn't the place to expect results fast. I think that that's, probably the biggest reason I, I would say to startups, you know, look at look at different mediums. If you can get quick wins in two to three months through Google ads or social media ads or something like that, go with that, get it working for you and be thinking about SEO in the background. And like, we'll always give advice. We, we'll never, we'll never kind of turn around and, and just say no on the phone and hang up. We'll always Sorry. say, yeah, 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 yeah. Not my cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. um, so we'll we'll leave them we we leave them with tips and kind of like here's content that you need to create and um we'll like we'll do a, we'll do a bit of keyword researching and give them kind of a leg up and say create content around this come back to us in six months time we'll take another look at your site and see if it's time to start um and try and you know link with as many like partners are, are generally a really good place to start with um so like if you can get those people to link to you. And you have your content well then you know your 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 site's kind of getting into shape in order to um to start ranking but as you said it's like it takes it takes time and commitment and that's the other thing startups struggle with is you know finding this like it's generally the ceo or the manager whoever's starting founding the business is out trying to create this content they're trying to create these links um cash is tight in the bank and just to commit all that time into doing content and seeing no return out the other side is very hard to do as as a business owner you know you need to be thinking about the the sale that's going to keep the doors open next month and the month after rather than the sales that's going to keep the the business open in in two to three years so it's it's very hard to do that as, as a business owner and um, so it, it definitely doesn't suit everybody. And you really have to think about your type of business model, where you are at the minute um, and, you know, how much time and, you know, money do you, do you have to invest? Because like I, I have a, a triangle where it's basically you've time, knowledge and money. <clears throat> and you have to have at least two of those in order to, to do your marketing. And um, and unfortunately for for startups, time and and money is is something they they don't have. Quite often, they do have knowledge, but it's in a specific area that they're they're working in. So, like, and I'll I'll explain that triangle. So, the knowledge side is is that you understand your customers' um, pain points, right? And you're you understand how they work, how your product can help them. You understand that unbelievably well, so that you're able to write with it. And you're able to um promote that content and help people out there by adding value to them. But then you also then will need either budget or time. So you're going to need time in order to promote it. So you're going to need to go out and you're going to need to do your PR. You're going to need to write that content and you're going to need to get those links. You're going to need to learn how a site works or else the other side of it is, is that you have budget and you can just throw money at it and you can get somebody else to do those things for you. Um, so they're kind of your your options uh, that you need to be thinking about. But um, or else you can have time and, and budget, let's say, where you don't fully understand your audience, but you have plenty of time to learn about them and you have loads of money in order to get an agency in to help you do that. Um, so it's you, you definitely need at least two. Like that's what we're kind of thinking when we're talking to a, a potential customer is what what exactly do they do they have? that they can bring to the table and then we can like what part of this puzzle that we bring to the table that will make this work. I want to ask you a bit about, cause you mentioned PR and you've mentioned backlinks right at the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, 
about, I think I've got the terms right. Like there's on-site SEO and there's off-site SEO. Is that right? Have I got the terms right? Can you um, talk a yeah. little bit through that? Because I think people generally understand the on-site stuff, but not the off-site stuff. Yeah. So um, off-site is, uh, and it's, it's very hard to know because um, like let's say you, you were saying earlier on about how you love the experiment side of it and the experiments are actually really hard to I suppose measure because there's no vacuum so like I kind of come from a, a science background and um, I would have studied digital marketing through like a, a science degree and it, it is like there's no way exactly to measure it where you can go that's exactly what works. Um, there's always other elements, right? So no matter how many sites you're testing against, and there's only, um, like you can see that there's kind of a, a correlation. So basically, if something helps the site rank and it helps a lot of other sites, you know, so you're seeing a trend that basically every time I, I get this site to link to a website, it seems to be having an effect, right? But there's nothing concrete that says, yes, 100%, when you added this link, it, it helped, right? Um, but offsite is, is, are all about the the user signals, and they are about um, basically building trust with Google. So, for instance, I know our our, our own site has um, uh, it's 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 actually a pretty pretty low domain authority. Um, like we we're just coming out of kind of a startup phase, and um, it's only since the start of this year that I've really had time to try and, and market my own business. Um, it's, so, it's like the cobbler's shoes, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 no, that's it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it. Um, and it, it's like, we're, we're starting to see the main authority come up now. Uh, so we are, I think we're maybe 17 out of a, a hundred at the minute. Um, and we're hoping to maybe get to about 23, 24 by the end of the year of authority. Um, and how we're doing that is where we're going out and we're finding um, other marketing blogs that you know will will allow us to, um, I suppose, be be featured on on their um, on their website. And um, like this is part of it because you know I, I'm I'm out there. I'm adding value to to your community. Then hopefully you know somebody out there is gonna link back to this, which might link back to to my website, and and that in turn um tells google what exactly is you know who who's reading or who's listening to ron and walsh and digital trawler um and if those people are quite authoritative then that's when you start getting links back and google starts understanding so for instance right like if if harvard um linked back to my website that would be a huge win for us and we'd see our rankings climb overnight and um, like that would be because Google can trust the site. The other sites being crawled quite quite regularly. Um, and then, yeah, it's basically telling Google straight away that, you know, you, you can trust the site. Harvard is, you know, renowned, um, I suppose, not, not only a website, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a college that is, you know, it's, it's probably linked in with Google. Um, they're, they're probably doing experiments together. Uh, so like, if you can go out and get those leads, like the, there's a load of different tactics. Um, like there's a guy called um, Brian Dean, I think is is his name. The 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 company he's he has is called Backlinko, um, and he has some fantastic tips there in order to to get um, get links. Uh, so you can't like there's three different ways you can do it, right? So there is because there's what you said on page and off page and there's technical SEO as well, but then there's three different ways you can do each of those. So you have black hat, white hat, and gray hat. Um, and the reason I've been kind of going around in a little circle there for the last two minutes is <laughs> that I'm trying to give the best advice, right? So the best advice I can give you is decide which tactic you want to use. <laughs> so with black hat, right, you're going completely against Google guidelines. You're trying to manipulate search engines. So that's one option you can do. Um, we don't recommend it. Um, we've seen some people get great results. We've um, 
we've also seen people getting taken off Google overnight and never like the website's finished. Um, and it can affect other websites that you know you're hosting with if you're on shared hosting or anything like that. There's Grey Hat, which is a little bit in between, um, you know, completely going against Google's guidelines. And then there's like, you know, interpreting the law, let's say, might be a way of describing it. And then there's, there's White Hat, which is technically, according to Google's guidelines, is like once you're, once you're building links, you know, you're, you're going against Google's guidelines. So it's very hard to find a balance that is, um, that's, white hat that you're 100% confident in and like if so like so some black hat tactics would be like PBNs they're called so private blog networks and what you're doing is you're you're building a website and quite often maybe you're you're like copying an old website that's been expired you're robbing all of their domains back and you're building up the authority of that uh, new site that you're building to link back to what's called your money site which is where you're getting all your leads, right? Um, if Google spots that, you're gone straight away. So like you're putting in all this effort, running a second website, and overnight they can take it off you. So that's why we'd never recommend it. Um, now we've we've played around with them ourselves um, just to see, and like they they do work, but there's you'll never sleep at night. <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, and then there's Grey Hat, which is going out and like it's really interpretation right but like guest blogging is um like that would be probably the number one gray hactic tactic for actually um building links at the minute so you're going out and you're trying to get featured on blogs um and you're doing it with the intention of trying to manipulate google's um google's algorithm so that you can come up higher so like those those two like the gray hat is i like we we've seen a lot of people do it um it works fantastically and it's not like you might get picked out and you'd be very unfortunate i i would think anyway um but like it is a way to get out there if you're adding value and you're not focusing on the links then um and you're you really are using those marketing tactics that i was talking about earlier on so like if you're linking with or if blogs that are like if, if your customers are on those blogs then you know i don't think you need to be thinking about getting the link you need to be actually thinking about getting out in front of those customers if that makes sense so yeah. it's not just about the link you need to be ignoring link and like a rule of thumb that, that i would have is is if google rang you in the morning you know, and they asked you, what's this link doing uh, on this website? You need to be able to explain it very fast as, as to why you have a link on that website and why they might be linking to you. Um, so that's that's kind of my, my rule of thumb. And if you can't explain that, then you're probably doing something that you shouldn't be doing. Um, so that's that's basically, that would be maybe my my kind of takeaway from this is that, like, if, if you can go out and get links and be able to explain to Google why exactly you you're getting links on these um, these sites, then you're doing it right. If you're doing it wrong, you won't be able to explain it. Um, so that, that's basically it. Because there are, there are loads of spammy sites. Like I'm sure you get the emails yourself, you know, buy 3,000 backlinks um, or whatever, yeah. So you, you do need to be, um, you do need to be quite conscious of that. And then White Hat is, uh, I suppose, more along the lines of PR where you're doing like a press release um, you know, you're you're shouting about your business at every opportunity you have, and you're building links naturally that way, and people are picking up on it as well. And you have fantastic content that is um, is getting picked up. But the big thing people find difficult is getting to that point where people will actually pick up your information. So you need to be quite creative to be 100% white hat at the very start in order to grow those grow those links. Um, and we've done it before and like we quite often hook up let's say with a pr agency or something like that and we come up with a real traditional marketing plan that you know like i suppose you're kind of looking for that guerrilla marketing that kind of viral marketing that people are are linking back to you naturally um so they like they're kind of the three different tactics you can use and um, so i hope that that's a little clearer um and 
there then there's other signals right so uh social media comes into it a, a little bit um but i was about to ask you about that i was about to yeah. well, what i was going to ask you was like is there a difference between like a discovery social media platform like youtube or pinterest and then a you know more like a feed kind of social media like facebook and instagram and stuff when it comes to because i find youtube is like super useful for me is that is that common like is that how do those different things work um so like pinterest and youtube are actually like they're search engines in themselves um so like you you do like it depends on how you've actually linked your site right um and i say that that's the biggest go-to seo thing <laughs> any of the <laughs> seo points i mean there's all these memes about uh you know seo oh, advice and basically it, it always starts with it depends <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so apologies if uh, I'm not going to answer this this question directly. But basically, is that if if your Pinterest and your um, your YouTube accounts are linked correctly to your website, they'll you know they they'll help boost your site. Um, but other than that, the video is independently standing. Um, so it's all about you know uh, focusing on your your title and descriptions of your your videos and it comes down to as well uh, views per hour and things like that. So how the video is actually trending. And um, uh, Pinterest, I've, I think is quite good for SEO. Um, like now th this is going back a few years, but basically we, we took over a new account and we discovered that they had about 300 links from Pinterest. Um, and they, they would do, they were ranking fantastically. And I, I've, had a theory that the whole site was propped up from from Pinterest. Um, so basically, they they were doing loads of Pinterest marketing, and uh, I was nearly a hundred percent sure that it, it was holding the the site up against some massive competitors. Um, so it was kind of really interesting to see that because it it's also industry spe um, specific. <laughs> so basically, it is like. So if you're selling courses, you're gonna have certain sites linking back to you. And if you're a blog, you're gonna have multiple other bloggers linking back to you. Um, and if you if you start varying it, that you know it looks like it's manually built, um, then then you're gonna have have an issue, right? So like 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 I was saying, right? So blogs are all other blogs linking back to you. There's probably comment sections, guest posts, things like that, right? not many directories so if, if your your business is mainly built on or if your website has loads of directories pointing back to it then you're probably gonna have a bit of a problem that you know google's gone i can definitely tell you're doing something different to everybody else here so let's work out what that is before we let you come back onto to google more than likely it's you know you've, you've gotten a penalty and you've been caught and but the other side of it then is that you like you might be a small business and all of your competitors have no links because it's it's a really boring business like you know for example if you're um you know let's say a, a plaster or a carpenter or something like that you're not going to have many people linking back to you it is mainly going to be directories and so do like do look at your competitors and see what their what their kind of link profiles look like um so again i think that that tool moz does them and um, trying to think what else uh we we use a tool ourselves se ranking um that that gives us loads of information um it, so so i i would look at my competitors first i pick maybe the three for top three or four and see maybe you know what what links do they have can i get the same publicity as them um on those spots and and start from there like that that's always a really good starting point um and then kind of coming up with other tactics then from there so it really depends on your business and um, how it suits so and i think that's why it gets confusing is because there's so many different scenarios and yeah. there's nothing there's no solid evidence as to what exactly will make you rank that it's like nobody can give you a direct answer so, <laughs> which yeah. is why you have the the uh, it depends answer. just want to give yeah. a quick shout out to um yeah. 
Dr. Fashid as well. Hi, Dr. Fashid. Hope you're all. He said great interview and tips. And I agree. Great tips. It's a little bit quieter this afternoon because I usually stream in the morning, but that would have been the middle of the night for you. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably would have been so great. Um, yeah. We need to wrap up soon, but I, I want to sort of finish up by giving people quite a, I guess, a bit more concrete. You've given some examples here, but I think particularly because we're talking about some of the downsides or some of the things that are hard or challenging and I don't want people to leave kind of feeling like, oh, it's too hard, I, I, won't, I won't look into it. So can you talk us through like sort of maybe an example of a client you've had or a case study where you've really seen that kind of, you know, yes, it was slow at the beginning, here's some things that you had to adjust and then here's the kind of the benefits after a while? Um, yeah, so I can't name anybody, unfortunately, but, um, that's okay. that's, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so yeah, there, there's, uh, an awareness site we're currently working with. So their, their main goal isn't like, um, you know, to, to actually de develop, um, sales or anything on the site. It's, it's really to get volume in. Um, they came to me as a startup and, we they knew that seo wasn't going to work year one so we're now in year two um and we're we're seeing uh we're seeing about uh ten thousand people a month coming to their site um after uh, a year and a half and what they so they write really in-depth articles um that are very specific to their their audience they're looking at search volume um when they're writing the articles and they're looking at how competitive the the area is right um so they're just the two things and then they're getting um experts like the the top of their industry experts to come and write about these articles so that's what they did for for content right um now it's it's like it's an expensive um it's definitely an expensive campaign but it's paying off in the long run so like you know they're they're top of the range experts the articles are really in depth um, and they're producing them consistently. So they have maybe three or four articles going out a week. Um, so that's what they've done on site. And then from a technical pers perspective, we would have gone in and done an, an audit on the website to make sure, you know, page speed um, is, is up to date. Um, like Google has a really simple, um, if you Google page speed insights, you, you'll get one of Google's sites that um, will test your speed. I'm sure a good few of your audience will know it. Um, so if you go onto that, you'll see, you know, if you need to talk to a web developer about get, getting your speed up uh, up to date, there's plenty of free SEO audits that you can get um, that, you know, like will, will give you an idea as to if there's any massive technical issue on your site that you need to fix. And again, if there is, go and talk to your web developer or your local SEO agency. Um, and get them to take a look, right? So, so you've now content and you've your technical aspect um, that that they did. And then the third thing thing was they linked with partners. And um, so we did a big massive campaign, and um, that was reaching out to all of their business partners. So there's there's maybe six people involved in it. They've all come from different um, different industries. They had loads of contacts, and just because this particular site. I suppose was awareness um it was maybe a little bit easier to for for partners to link and then that's why we we chose that particular tactic um but yeah they went out and got some some fantastic links from you know those fortune like there was one or two fortune 500 companies in there um and uh there was a handful of other quite high authority but really they've they've come from a handful of links as well um and there was a number of those points along the journey where you know we got the link and maybe six weeks later, we noticed uh, an increase in, in the graph in terms of traffic. So link definitely plays a part. But if you don't have the content to link to in the first place, then it's it's never going to work. Yeah, the partnership part, I think it's such an important piece. Definitely something that I've found personally as well. So I've got a really close relationship with my alma mater and I've done a few article pieces with them. So then I've ended up getting links back from them and they're like, you know, that's UNSW for people in Australia, they know it. Like it's one of the biggest universities here, right? So suddenly it was just like, for me, I'm like, oh, like <laughs> this is yeah. great. This is awesome. Yeah. And like the same with like um, with my podcast, what I found 
was like it took ages for my podcast to show up like as in like if you look up grow your brand it took ages well I mean it felt like ages to me I'm talking like six months but now I'm like I'm on the first page of Google now if you look up grow your brand it's on the first page of Google and I'm like that suddenly makes a big difference with podcast views um sorry podcast listens you know page views all that kind of stuff and what I'm experiencing personally is like it just suddenly takes off so it's like yes it takes ages and you're like I'm being really consistent I'm working really hard at this and I'm not really seeing anything and then one day you're like oh and I saw that happen with YouTube as well it was like nothing 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 oh 20,000 views hey how did that yeah exactly and then like what once you have it working you can kind of like you know fair enough you need to top it up and you need to be paying attention that you still have those kind of partners links and there's nobody coming up behind you to take that spot um but <laughs> it's it's so rewarding once you've it done and then you know it's, it's there you know like i was saying if, if it's evergreen content that's going to be around for a few years then you know like you you've put in the hours and you're going to stay there for for a good while you know like there's there's a little bit you need to do to keep on top of it but it's nowhere near as much work as you did at the start and that's the thing right i think it i mean so much of this brand building stuff like digitally but also elsewhere seems to be like it's going to be hard at the start and there's going to be more investment i think that word choice of investment is so important yeah. it does really pay off it's like i kind of see it like you don't just you know, buy a house and then sell it the next day. And you're like, oh, now I've made a fortune. It's like, no, like you buy the house, you renovate it, you wait till the property market's in the right spot. And suddenly it's like, now it's, now you can actually profit off it. it yeah. It's, it's a long game, um, but, but totally worth it. Um, Ronan, for people who want to find out more about you, the work you're doing, what's the best way for them to reach out and, and get in touch? Um, so yeah, so fo- follow me uh, on uh, LinkedIn or uh, connect with me there is probably the best place. I'd say that that's where I, I'm most active. Um, and you know, send me a message. And to be honest, like I, I sit down with anybody and have you know kind of a, a quick strategy call and just kind of discuss your own personal circumstance because obviously it, it depends. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like if anybody if anybody wants to to talk about you know maybe how we could help um and if, if we can't like worst case scenario is is that you go away with a better understanding as to what you need to do in order for us to be able to help or maybe it's something that you can just do yourself um you know so if, if you send me a message on linkedin or if you go to our website um digitaltroller.com uh you know you can you can contact us there um i think you can actually you possibly book in for a free strategy call uh on the site and um, so yeah i would like we, we'd love to hear from uh some of your listeners and uh discuss their strategies with them so yeah ronan thanks so much this has been so much fun thanks for getting up early to chat with me i really appreciate it <laughs> yeah no it's been great on the show and uh thanks for having me thanks everyone see you later yeah so what did you think a lot of information there <laughs> hope you enjoyed the show if you enjoyed it if you found it useful well that's probably why you're still here at the end of the podcast so please consider sharing it with someone who you think would find it valuable i'll be back on wednesday for my episode with kylie stone until then remember that sharing your talents with the world will make it a better place